Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know Master John, Lord Bala, Johnny Hotcakes. I am the Johnny of the Hotcakes. It is I. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I can't even do it today. Yay, me. Yay. Yay! <laughs> Oh, oh, God, we're fucked up. We are so fucked up. Okay. So. So it's Monday again. It is Monday. So. Did you have one hell of a weekend? I did have one hell of a weekend. And once I actually have the weekend, I'll tell you all about it. I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. I'm headed to Naughty Nolan's. Yes, you are. It's going to be good. I'm jealous. I'll tell you all about it. Yes. Well, we're recording this episode before I go, so I can't tell you about it yet. Okay. But maybe Tuesday. Maybe Tuesday's episode will have it. I was thinking you were going to say, yeah, Mia, it was one hell of a weekend. You won't believe all that I saw. <laughs> I'm not going to believe all that I see. <laughs> We've already got plans, so. I don't think. It's going to be great. We're going to be pre- quite prepared for what you're going to tell us. Oh, I don't know if I'm prepared for what I'm about to do. <laughs> all right. So those who don't know about Naughty Nolans, um, our listeners who are obviously overseas, it is a hotel takeover for right. swingers. In New Orleans. In New Orleans. It's a worldwide event. Worldwide. They actually took over one of the biggest hotels downtown and had to take over another one. Because they ran out of they room. They ran out of room. And, uh, yeah, they had to take over another hotel. So there's going to be about, they're estimated about 2,200 people. It's all couples. So that makes it, you know, yes. tough for single guys. Yes. There won't be any unicorns there, but... (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any sympathy. You're good. (laughs) But it's a little bit better for some of the swingers. You don't have a lot of the creepy guys hanging around, so... You know, John... Just the creepy couples. If more men acted (laughs) like you, if they acted like you, they would get laid more often and just don't... They don't realize it. Because you've never had a problem with that. Not really. No. You know, it took me a long time to figure it out. You just got to... Here's the secret. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. That, that's it. Chill the fuck out. You come in there over eager, over excited, and... Horny. Yeah. You just Walking come around off with your dick out. And nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Just chill the fuck out. Talk to people. <laughs> You know, have a conversation. You'll get laid. It's it's easy. And listen, so many guys want to over-talk a woman. And it's like all a woman wants is to be listened to. They don't even realize that. Yeah. Yeah. And wear nice shoes. I don't know. It, it's, I'm telling you. So much. I've got a pair of shoes outside right now. I had to clean my shoes. So I've got my outfit on that I'm going to wear. And I've got a pair of shoes that match. But I had to clean them first because I wasn't going to wear my dirty shoes. Exactly. So, so yeah. You know these things. Yeah. So I'm working you, on it. You don't. No woman wants to see a pair of dirty shoes. Right. They don't. You know, women dress up sexy. They have all these. They have lingerie. They Guys yes. don't have a lot of options to dress up real sexy. Yeah. Except to wear nice, clean, clean clothes. clothes nice nice shoes, shoes. And have some good cologne. Yeah. Not smelling all perfumey and, you know, you know, flower-like. Not like a pussy. But they need, they need to smell good. <laughs> I'm going to be smelling like a pussy by the end of the weekend. And, you know, you, you like sure are. Several pussies, I hope. Yeah. But you know, good skincare. You know, get your you get your hair straightened up. 
Yeah. Men just don't put in the effort. They don't realize, you know, us going to, you know, get a facial, get our pedicure or manicure. It's just a lot of money. You know, I got my back waxed yesterday. First time. Usually I'll nair it or shave it somehow. Got See? It, got it waxed. Son of a bitch. It hurt like a motherfucker. It hurt like a motherfucker, but you know what? It's worth it. It's going to be worth it because my partner right. put in a lot of effort. I'm going to put in a lot of effort too. That's right. Good boy. Shave your fucking balls. That's right. So we're talking about grooming. <laughs> we're talking about men grooming. Man groom, manscaping. Manscaping. And that brings us into our topic of... Cross-dressing. Cross-dressing. Listen, guys. If you're going to put on a dress and some high heels, fucking shave. Everything. <laughs> I swear to God. Everything. The arms. The belly. The chest. I mean... I, Every part of your body needs to be clean shaven or waxed. You know, I kept my chest hair this time. Usually I don't, but I did this time because my partner likes it. Shave my back, not oh, my chest. Oh, that's sweet. So. I learned but something But if you're going to put on a dress and dress like a woman, you probably don't want a hairy chest. You do not need a hairy chest. Or no. a fucking beard and mustache. No, not at all. Trim your eyebrows. <laughs> Trim the ear hair. Right. Like, you know, take some, put in some effort. That's right. So cross-dressing. <laughs> <laughs> People just don't know, do they? They don't. So. We've seen some shit. Do we know what we want to tell the audience about cross-dressing? I have no idea. I never do. Well, you know, I have a lot of thoughts. So what makes a person want to cross-dress? You know, we're, we're going into a deep tunnel because... Cross-dressers do not want to be um, referred to as transvestites. Or transsexual. Or transsexual. They might want to become transgender at right. some point. This is like a stepping stone. Maybe. Stepping stone. They don't even realize yet. They don't even realize. And some cross-dressers just cross-dress for sexual purposes. They like to wear panties. They like to wear panties. They like to wear... We Sometimes stockings. stockings. Yeah. yeah. They like to look like a little slut. Yes. Some, you know, some of them aren't gay, but a lot of them are. It just depends on the person. It depends on the person. It doesn't make you gay. No. It makes you. Makes you want to be gay. Makes you want to be gay. Yeah. And you know, we were reading an uh, an article for the last uh, last week on two or three different episodes, and it goes back to. Um, drugs and BDSM but I think and this is not a stereotypical statement from what I've seen with a lot of cross-dressers specifically is it heightens their senses in drug use and it's not necessarily a thing that we condone by any means but it happens you know right. and you know it throws caution to the wind their inhibitions are they become somebody else. Yeah. And it makes gives them permission to do things that they wouldn't normally do. Exactly. Exactly. So. Yes. So, do you wanna do you wanna take over on the transvesticism? Transvesticism <laughs> <laughs> is not the same as with transvestite. No. Transvesticism involves recurrent, intense sexual arousal from cross-dressing. Transvestic disorder is transvestism that causes significant distress or substantially interferes with daily functioning. Now that I have seen. 
Right. Yeah, that I've seen. So I know this person. Um, this person is, he, he's an absolute sweetheart. He's a good looking guy. He's actually came to a party a few years back and somebody said, you're so good looking. Why are you dressed like a woman? Now, that is just horrible for anyone to say or to pass judgment on anyone. But, you know, he's a great looking man. Um, and when he dresses a woman, for some reason, he likes the femininity concept behind it all. But he was dressed as a girl since the time he was four years old because his mother wanted a girl. So, you know, he's been cross-dressing ever since. Right. So, so we look at people sometimes and we don't ask the why behind why people do things. Absolutely. We don't ask for the story behind the history. Yeah. So a lot of times, like this person, he probably feels more comfortable in girls' clothes because that's what he was raised in. Yeah. Or maybe he feels connected to his mother and just feels better. Maybe. Maybe that's his happy place because it reminds him of his mother. We never know what the reason is. Yeah. So. Now, he doesn't partake in drugs, but his mother was a drug addict. And it, it's a terrible background. It really is a terrible story. But, you know, she made his hair long and let him grow it long and curled it and put him in dresses. And so, I mean, how confusing for a child, you know? And I'm sure, you know, this is just one story. It doesn't necessarily make it everyone's story, obviously. So reading this this medical article about transvestitism, transvestitism, it says it is a form of fetishism. The clothing, the clothing is the fetish, which is a type of paraphilia. And transvest—I'm just going to call it cross-dressing. Yeah, do that. In cross-dressing, men prefer to wear women's clothing, or far less commonly, women prefer to wear men's clothing. So we see that as well. However, they do not have an inner sense of belonging to the opposite sex or wish to change their sex, as do some people. However, men who cross-dress may have feelings of gender dysphoria when they are under stress or experience a loss. So that goes back to what we were saying about your friend. Maybe when he's stressed out, it brings that need to cross-dress. Indeed. When he feels a loss, maybe, I don't know if his mother's still alive. She is. Okay. Yeah. But maybe it just makes him feel more connected. But she's a drug, yeah, she's a drug addict. So, yeah. I mean, and she still participates, you know, in the drug lifestyle. So, yeah, there's a lot of disconnect there. Yeah. There is. You know, we did an interview a long time ago, and it was um, with Sarah James. And, you know, she comes to the party. She sings, you know, talented. And I say she because, again, um, as a female, in a sense, you know, she's a genetic male. But... She said she's lost the desire to cross-dress, you know, and it was really strange because I've seen her have like ups and downs in her life, you know, through relationships. And after, you know, she, she lost her first wife when they were married, it was a tragic thing. Um, you know, he went back to the comfort of cross-dressing and that's what you were saying, you know, you're stressed out and it's a comfort. And I've seen that a lot with different people that have come into the dungeon. Yeah. You know, but so many of them, <laughs> and it says they're not that interested in, you know, the same gender. But in actuality, I've seen 
I could say 99.9% .9 of every cross-dresser that have come to that dungeon, they want to actively participate in same sex, you know, same right. gender. Right. Yeah. Um, and it says the behavior is associated at least initially with an intense sexual arousal. So you put on women's panties, they want to wear the silky panties and the, and the, the stockings that we talked about. It's, it is a sexual arousal for them. Cross-dressers may cross-dress for reasons other than sexual stimulation. For example, to reduce anxiety, like we said, to relax. In case of male cross-dressers, to experiment with the feminine side of their otherwise male personalities. Later in life, sometimes in their 50s or 60s, some men who were cross-dressers only in their teens and 20s developed gender dysphoria. They may seek to change their body through hormones and, and genital reassignment surgery. So it's saying that later in life, you know, yes, that's when they decide, you know, I really don't feel like this is my body. Yeah. And it takes a long time to come to that point for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. You know, it, come, it takes a long time to, to, to come to terms with yourself for any aspect of what you're dealing with. And I think you get to a point where you just say, I don't really give a fuck what anyone else thinks. Right. You and know, we have a friend that she was in her 50s. Yeah. Before she decided to make the, the transition. So we watched that. We watched that whole process. We have. And it's, you know, it's been up and down. It's been a little, it's been a little scary sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it has. Yeah. You know, we've seen people, you know, we have this guy and, you know, he comes to see us. You know, every couple of months he drives into town. Um, you know, he lives many states away, but um, but he comes over and he puts on this uh, breastplate form where he has this ginormous titties, but the breastplate goes all the way up to his neckline, and you know the collarbones and everything look real. The titties look real, and um, you know he loves it, and it makes him feel like a woman. But ultimately, you know, he wants to bend over and get fucked by multiple people. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the end all goal. Right. But, um, but, you know, I think we always hear passable. You know, people always want to be passable. But everybody ultimately wants to look like a real girl. And that's, that's the point for them. You know, it brings out a sexuality. And we have one woman... I say, again, I refer them as women right. because they're dressed as a woman. But um, we have one person that comes to our events and, you know, they've cross-dressed for a number of years. Or so they're a veteran. I've never seen them have the desire, um, from what I've been told, to even participate in any type of, you know, gay lifestyle. But their goal is to look like a passable female. So they'll take videos of themselves out in public you know, and uh, walking and, and that kind of thing. Just just the point of, I guess maybe it is a sexual stimulation for them. Yeah. I never really asked, but I think that's where we tell our listeners, hey, you want to tell us your story? Right. Tell us your story. Yeah, let us know. Um, but yeah, they're obviously getting some, some, some sort of stimulation from it, whether it's sexual or psychological. There's something going on where they feel the need that they need to do that. Agreed. Um, it says when a, cross, when a partner is not cooperative, cross-dressers may feel anxious, depressed, and guilty, and ashamed about the desire to cross-dress. In response to these feelings, these men often purge their wardrobe of female clothing. 
This purging may be followed by additional cycles of accumulating female clothes, wigs, and makeup with more feelings of guilt and shame followed by more purges. We've seen that a lot. A lot. Sarah James told us about that on, on, a lot. on her interview. Yeah. A lot. So that's where you come in. You can yeah. come here and they, you know, you have a wardrobe ready for them. Yeah. They come in, they get dressed up, you, you make them pretty. Yeah, they tell us. Pretty. Yeah, they tell us their man sizes, and right. they're like, "How do you know?" And I'm trust me, I know these things. And they go home, and they don't have to worry about getting rid of anything. That's right. They, they they can almost purge themselves here. Yeah, purge their feelings of guilt and shame. Just come be who they want to be for for a little bit, and then go home and continue on with their life. That's right. So, and you know, some stories are sad. Some stories, they come in and they have a great time, and they, they really enjoy coming in. Yeah. So. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, you know, we have the one gentleman who I said, he you know, he comes in from out of state. You know, he's brought, you know, he's got two or three duffel bags right now in storage in my dungeon. And, you know, it's everything from breast forms to, to shoes and clothes and makeup. And, you know, Sarah James was talking about, you know, <laughs> to hide from her partner all the stuff. Um, she would call it bitch in a bucket. And she put all of her stuff in the garage in a bucket and it looks like a paint bucket so that her partner would have no clue what was there, you know, in their garage. And it's sad. There's so many cross-dressers. And we would talk to Rick. You think about, you know, we did that interview with Rick last year. And, you know, Rick said initially, you know, he wasn't putting forth all the effort he could in his marriage. And when he finally did, he realized still wasn't good enough. He wasn't happy. She wasn't happy. So he filed for divorce. And now he's with a woman who completely embraces his actual cross-dressing side. Yeah, there's always somebody out there for everyone. Absolutely. But the problem with Rick was he was trying to hide it and wasn't really telling his wife exactly or the extent of what he was doing. Yeah. And, you know, that that doesn't make for a healthy relationship. Not at all. So, but, but he does now. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so. And, you know, like I said, there's always a fun story behind cross-dressers. You know, we've had, we had one guy in there and, um, you know, we had him on the cross and we were doing this scene and, you know, he would try, he, we completely dressed him up head to toe, you know, uh, makeup, wig, everything, titties. And, um, I remember I had another, you know, woman Dom in there with me and we're doming him and flogging him. And I said, you know, you're cross dressing, you know, you're talking about, now you want to suck dick. And he's like, uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> and we had another cross-dresser, but he had no idea it was a cross-dresser. And he was dressed up all in latex and everything else. And he just assumed, you know, it was a, another woman. And so we're doing the scene and I said, so you want to suck cock? And she's like, uh, uh, maybe. And... <laughs> and then the other cross-dresser said, oh, yeah, he wants a suck cock. <laughs> now, how so, many times do you see when people come in, they, they want to cross-dress, and it's more of a fantasy. Oh, so yeah. So this is the fantasy. I want to live this fantasy out 
but then they go home and they don't really have that need. It's just just something that they wanted to try or they want to try once in a while. Yeah. But they don't really have the need because we've had people on like Rick. Yeah. Where that was an essential part of who he was. Absolutely. But sometimes, like you said, people come in and they'll cross-dress and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm a pretty girl. It's okay to suck a dick now because I'm a girl. Yeah. At this moment. But when they go home, they don't want to be a girl. They don't yeah. want to be a cross-dresser. How often do you see that? I think it's after they orgasm. <laughs> 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 or after they do a scene where they reach that euphoria and they're all excited. And then they start coming down and realize, oh, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. And then it's the guilt. The guilt yeah. sets in. So. Because- yeah, oh, there's, there's a lot of times people will live out a fantasy and realize, yeah, I didn't really want that. Yeah. It was, sometimes some fantasies are better left as a fantasy than an actual making it a reality. When they finally suck that first cock, <laughs> <laughs> that's when it's like, they either really like it or they really fucking hate it yeah. and think, what the fuck did I just do? Yeah. And I said, well, you know, it looks better in porn, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Sure the fuck does, okay. doesn't it? I'm, we're going to explain this to you. And you look at porn and sometimes it's hard to look at porn and, and put it in your head it's not real not real you're looking at it happen it looks real but those people are gymnasts and acrobats and paid professionals and they're doing things a lot of times that they don't want to be doing exactly yeah so you bring that point up so mm, my little, lovely little slave boy yesterday showed me a video. <clears throat> oh, God. And I've seen some of the videos. You've seen some of the videos. And this one, I was nice enough not to send this one to you. Thank you. Yeah, it was bad. So, <laughs> so there's this guy, and he's cross-dressing. And he's standing over a desk. And there's this dominatrix. Well, I say dominatrix. But the woman next to the dominatrix was an obvious big old slut. Because they made... Was it me? <laughs> it was a female slut. So they We're made... talking about cross-dressing. It so... <laughs> so the cross-dresser was jacking his dick, came on the desk, and the dominatrix made this slut take and use a credit card and took and swiped the cum in two lines and she snorted it. I saw a video like that the other day. Snorting cum. Yes. I was like, damn, why would you do that? What the fuck? Well, then she was clever enough that after she got it down her her nose and down her sinuses and down her throat, she spat it back out on her titties. Wow. Yeah. So she not be, the worst thing I've seen. No, no, it's not the worst <laughs> thing. But she was really enthusiastic about it. And I'm thinking, you know, she's really getting paid to do that. So maybe I could be enthusiastic about that too. But yeah, snorting cum is not on the top of my list. No. Mm-mm. Shooting it out of your nose. That. You liked that. That was fun. That was called the dragon. That was, oh, there you go. That's Thanks. What it's Thanks. <laughs> There's a name for it. They have to go back to an old episode to hear that story. Yes, they will. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's some funny shit. Yeah. So, are you ready to cross-dress now, John? Is it official? You know, probably not. You'd look good in red panties. Would I? You would. You know, I'm probably going to take some pink panties tonight. 
at the yeah. party, but I'm gonna be taking them off of someone. I uh, bet you not will. Them on myself. I bet you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? The final thing. I know we're running out of time, but. I will say that men have no fucking clue what women go through until they cross dress, until they feel the wire of a bra under their titties and they're wearing fake titties and it's pulling at their back. So no matter how a man thinks that we pull it off really well, we pull it off fucking amazing because it is a motherfucker to dress like a woman. Yeah. And I ask my trans friends all the fucking time, why the fuck do you want to be a woman? You don't even realize how bad it is. Thank God they're not capable of having their period. Just saying. Yeah. My partner sent me a couple weeks ago, she sent me a meme that said, everyone wants to be you until they realize what it takes. To walk in your shoes. Yeah. You know, because we do the podcast and everything and everybody's like, oh yeah. I mean, we're not celebrities yet, but you look at celebrities and people feel like, oh, I want that life. Yeah. They don't know what that life's like. They have same, no idea. Same thing with this. It's a lot harder to be a woman than, than a man. And I know absolutely. that. And I hadn't even tried. Exactly. I see, exactly. I've see. i seen a lot of women and what they have to do. Yeah. What they go through. I got my back waxed yesterday. That was a motherfucker. Right? God dang. Imagine having your pussy done. Yeah. And your ass. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. very unpleasant. I put nair on my ass. I was like, we're not doing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> There's no fucking way. Yeah, it's a motherfucker. So, yeah. Okay, well, great. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> Think about getting my pussy waxed. That is a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, John. Okay. Until next time, make all of your cross-dressing fantasies become realities.